Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome to episode four of the Soul Enhancing Podcast. I'm your host and creator of this podcast, Lana Myla, and you're tuning into episode four, where we're going to dive deep into cancel culture and if there is room for wellness influencers or wellness coaches in the health and wellness and fitness industry, and um, kind of the backlash that I've personally seen and just offering a different perspective around it coming from a place of love and abundance rather than uh, fear and confusion. If at any point during today I end up sounding like an old man that's dying or like maybe I should just say a walrus that's dying, (laughs) you'll have to excuse me. I came down with some kind of a weird bug over the weekend and I'm bounced back a few days ago, my brain is super clear, I'm fine. It's just my vocal cords um, have taken a hit and I have, I'm very mucousy and very flummy. So it's it's gross, it's a gross situation that I'm in and if I sound gross, that's why. So you've been pre-warned, but so far so good. I mean, we're only a minute in, so fingers crossed that's gonna carry through, that good energy is gonna carry through for the rest of today. Um, But before we get started, if you haven't already, click the follow button so that you're not ever going to miss out on a beat with this podcast. New episode comes out every Tuesday. Two stands for two, my favorite number, 22, um, the number of being able to turn your loftiest dreams into reality. Because again, we're all about leveling up here. If you're listening to this, you have no choice but to grow. If you're listening to this, you have no choice but to level up whatever that's going to look like for you because we're simply enhancing your soul, enhancing what you've always had within you, just allowing that giving yourself radical permission to shine through. So with that being said, let's dive into today's episode. Um, Actually, a couple more things that I wanted to say. (laughs) You forgot. If you haven't already, please give me a five-star review. It helps a lot. Not only does it, you know, make me happy, which um, is not necessary. You don't have to make me happy. I'm not relying on that. But it does help make the podcast known to more people, which is the sole reason why I'm doing this uh, without any ads or anything like that as well. I'm doing it very organically just so that this can be of great value, hopefully, to you. Um, And so if this is of value to you and you're loving what you're hearing so far, you're feeling energized, you're feeling inspired, then please give me a five-star review on both Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I know it takes an extra minute out of your day, so it very much so is appreciated. And of course, helps circulate that good energy around so that, again, more people have access to it. It's known to more people. And um, we could just, you know, have those good positive vibes going all across the world because that's what we all need in this day and age. Am I right? Am I right? Yes, I am. All right. So I think that's all I'm going to want to share. All right, let's dive in. Um, As you can probably imagine, or you can probably grasp, my brain is moving in all different directions because I just got my voice back. So now we're talking a lot. So the wellness space and is the room for wellness influencers, wellness bloggers, people who, I'm talking people who aren't certified, they haven't gone through years of medical school, they haven't gone through years of um, nutrition certifications and whatnot, you know, of course there is a lot of dietitians, nutritionists, functional medicine doctors, functional practitioners, you can be a certified acupuncturist, you can be a certified personal trainer, you can be a 
medical doctor, you can be a nurse who's gone through years of strenuous medical schooling in order to be at their job today. And of course, they've got the most credibility because they've got the certifications, they've gone through the hours of study, they've got the knowledge. But is there room then for people who are not certified for people who just have a passion for sharing their own health knowledge and for sharing their own experience and for giving maybe health tips on the internet, in their community, to their friends and family, whatever. The reason why I wanted to dive into this topic and really just open this up is because, I don't know if you've noticed, you probably have, there's a lot of cancel culture going around and there's a lot of this weird energy that's been happening, especially I'd say it's escalated a lot since the pandemic, which makes sense because, you know, there's an increase in fear and anxiety circulating around the world and um, people have, you know, lost loved ones, people have lost their jobs, our environments have shifted, the way that we feel our freedoms have shifted. Um, there's been a lot of shifts over the past couple of years and so it's natural for you know there to be an increase in this sort of pent-up energy or people feeling like they're disconnected or people feeling like um, they need to defend themselves and maybe a little bit more anger involved as well maybe a little bit more masculine energy too Uh, more tension between others because you don't want to feel like you're being misunderstood and you feel like you need to maybe react to certain situations that perhaps you wouldn't have reacted to previously. If you are on the internet or if you watched the Oscars, then you would have seen this whole thing with like Will Smith and the um, the Oscar host or the host of the Oscars, I should say. And Will Smith literally went on stage and like punched him after he made a negative comment or a joke about uh, Will Smith's wife. So things like that in addition to just on the internet in general, you know, there's always been haters. Haters have always been there. It's not new, but they're they're still there, you know, and there's a lot of people who just go on the internet just for the sake of hating on others, or they go on the internet and they don't use the internet as a way to make them feel good or to help add value to their lives. They use the internet as a way to point out their own flaws or to dig deeper wounds into their own insecurities. And some people, and maybe this is you sometimes, like I definitely have to catch myself sometimes too. Like I'm on the internet and I'm like, wait, this isn't adding anything to my life. So therefore I'm going to now log off and I'm going to go to sleep early and do what I need to do to, you know, give back to me to make sure that I'm protecting my own energy because this is energy draining, not energy giving. So identify that and be conscious of that for yourself because each person's going to be different with, you know, what is energy giving, what's energy draining for you. However, I've been seeing a lot around, you know, health and wellness too, probably because I'm in this space. And so I'm literally like involved in different coaches, healers, practitioners, business owners, clients as well on a day-by-day basis. And so it would make sense for me to 
see it happen more across my feed because I'm literally in this industry. So if you're not in this industry, maybe this is new for you. But I've been seeing some comments as well of, you know, oh, I'm a certified nutritionist or I'm a dietitian. Be careful of, um, or I, I saw this girl mention this, this, and this, and it's actually super harmful for you. So um, only follow, you know, dietitians for advice or only follow nutritionists for advice. And I was thinking about that and I was like, yes, I totally agree. There's a lot of um, confliction. I don't know if that's the right word around different topics of health and wellness you know you'll even in my own personal journey when I was still trying to figure out what healthy meant for me I remember feeling so confused because I'd google something and I'd be like okay that's what I need to do and then I'd google it again and there would be a different person telling me the complete opposite and it was really disempowering because I remember thinking, okay, what's the truth then? Like, what do I need to do? Like, I need to do this diet or I need to do that diet or I need to, you know, stop eating at 8 p.m. or I need to, um, you know, make sure I'm eating every two hours or I need to eat fruit first thing in the morning or I need to not eat fruit first thing in the morning because it's going to raise my blood sugar. You know, there's a lot of conflicting evidence and science. And I just want to remind you again that science is there to help us understand something, but science is not a hundred percent either because different bodies react to different things differently. There's no one size fits all. And Science is never 100% either because the idea behind science is that it can always be proven otherwise. So don't think of science. Don't take science as a grain of salt. There goes my voice. Wow. I don't even know how to pause this podcast so I can clear my voice. We're just going to keep going. (laughs) Um, Where was I going with this? So science is not 100%. Nothing that you ever see is 100%. And I actually don't agree with a lot of dietitians and nutritionists. I'll just say that. I know that's not going to be a popular opinion, opinion, but I don't I don't agree with all the dietitians on the internet. I don't agree with all the nutritionists on the internet. I do not agree with all the wellness bloggers on the internet either, let me tell you that. But just because I don't agree with everyone doesn't mean that there isn't space or room for us all to share our own experiences, to share what works best for us, to share our own tips and tricks, because we're all different anyways that I think it's healthy too to be exposed to different ideas so that you can then take that not let don't don't feel disempowered don't let it confuse you but just get curious and of course don't do anything that's going to harm you right so if you've seen something that seems a little bit wild like maybe you've never fasted before in your life and someone's talking about the benefits of a 72 hour water fast maybe check in with your family practitioner if you want or do more research into it for yourself before you start diving into it because while i water fast myself from time to time It's not going to be for everyone right now, right? Maybe there's steps that you need to take before going into that route. So just get curious about doing your own research. And with regards to is there space in the wellness industry for people who are not certified? 
to be sharing their tips and tricks, absolutely. Because even the people who are certified sharing their tips and tricks, like I said, I don't 100% agree with all of them all the time. For example, I see some dietitians posting about how, oh, you can eat um, white flour and it doesn't matter because on a molecular level, it's the same as having, you know, oat flour or quinoa flour or gluten-free flour, whatever. Maybe on a molecular level, it's the same, but the way that white flour can impact your hormones, your gut health, that can also have an impact on other areas of your health. Just because something's the same on a molecular level does not mean it's going to have the same effect on your hormones, which literally can affect everything with regards to your health, your mood, how you're feeling, etc. There's some dietitians who post recipes and they use white sugar. I'm not here to be a hater. If you want to have white flour and white sugar, by all means, because the stress of you stressing out to eat perfect 100% of the time, that's going to be worse for your health most likely anyways. But I don't think it's helpful when a dietitian posts a recipe using white sugar and white flour and saying that it's fine because on a molecular level, it's the same as having coconut sugar or honey or maple syrup because yeah on a molecular level maybe it's the same but the way that it impacts your body is going to be different because it's different and so in my opinion if you're a dietitian and you want to post a recipe i think it would be even more useful if you use something else in your ingredients and then just said you know on a molecular level, it's the same, but it can impact this, this, and this differently. So a lot of what people learn in schools, actually, is a little bit outdated. That's something that I've learned as well. You know, even doctors who are studying in medical school, they don't, they barely get, and I say this generally because, of course, I don't look into each school on this planet. And the system is constantly changing. But most doctors barely study nutrition. Most of their career is around the body, yes, how it works. And also a lot of studies are studying around medication. So whenever you go into a doctor's office, don't feel surprised that they push medication onto you first. Because that's what they study to do. That's what they know is their truth and same with dietitians and nutritionists who you know don't have that holistic background and they focus a lot on like the science of molecules of these foods and such i'm just using that as an example like i i don't hate them or anything like that like please do not take this as like me going against them because of course it's important they can have a really big impact on you know, helping someone completely transform their lives. But there's just so much that there is to know about 
holistic health and you know how our whole system is connected how it's not just about you know health is not just about or food is not just about looking at these molecular components it's really seeing how the whole food can impact the whole body and looking at it from a whole if anyone's ever missing that then there's going to be a gap in their knowledge so I guess that's my biggest takeaway from, or that's what I hope is your biggest takeaway from this, is that whenever in doubt, look at the system as a whole. Look at your life as a whole. Look at your body as a whole. Look at your forms of nourishment as a whole. And I say forms of nourishment because that covers food, that covers lifestyle, that covers sleep, that covers relationships, that covers really careers, everything. Because if you're, for example, eating, you know, white sugar, but you have the best relationship in the world, you go to yoga, you go on your walks, you meditate, you know, you have a healthy lifestyle you're feeling zen that white sugar is going to impact your body a lot differently compared to someone who's living a fast-paced high-stress lifestyle right your body is going to be able to handle it better if you're someone who's zen versus someone who's stressed out so it's not be all and all you can have your white sugar if you want again there's a lot of different alternatives out there that i feel like are easy enough accessible enough to get that white sugar is just unnecessary for me even like if I want to sweeten something I just throw in a frozen banana or I use a little bit of coconut sugar you know there's a lot of different alternatives out there so let's cancel this cancel culture all right let's all understand that there is room for everyone of course as I mentioned there are a lot of harmful tips on the internet there's a lot of a harmful tips on the internet but there's also a lot of harmful tips in the doctor's office there's a lot of harmful tips in the nutritionist's office there's a lot of harmful tips in the dietitian's office no one's ever perfect and no one's ever perfect as well because the system is not perfect what they learn in these institutions has flaws if there's a gap in their learning that's not of their fault they were just following the system if there's a gap in someone's experience, that's not their flaw, that's their own experience. So we just have to be self-responsible and understand that we're all unique, we're all different, what works, what works for one person doesn't work for us all. And we have to take that responsibility to just get curious and to be open to learning new information researching it ourselves don't do anything that's going to be drastically harmful and you have all the answers within you you know if you have a gut feeling that something is not going to be right don't do it if you have a gut feeling that something could work out for you just try it again don't do anything harmful so please don't you know 
go on some kind of like a one month water fast when you've never fasted before in your life. I don't know why I keep using water fast as an example, but you know, because I love water fasting, but I'm not, I don't usually share about it too much just because I don't want to take that responsibility of, you know, if it, if it doesn't work out very well for some people, because again, the only thing that I think we can safely say is going to be beneficial for everyone is fruits and vegetables breath work, moving your body, that's pretty safe. Besides that, sleep, <laughs> that's another one, drinking water. Besides that, I don't really push very much. Again, with fruits and vegetables, though, unless you have a severe allergy, that would be another exemption, exception to that. So if you were able to take anything away from this podcast, I hope it's that You come from a place of love. You come from a place of curiosity. You understand that people are not broken. No one's broken. Our system does have flaws. There is room for improvement. You can take self-responsibility as a health professional as well. I think it's powerful when a doctor goes, you know what, there is a lot that we can do with nutrition and lifestyle. And just breaks free from that system of, you know, pharmaceuticals and medication and really just pushing that. Because 80% of diseases can be cured through food and lifestyle. That's not something I'm making up. That's literally been proven. Might even be 90% now. I'm not even sure. They change the percentages as they do more research again. Science is always changing. Science is always evolving. Right, so if you're a dietitian listening to this, if you're a nutritionist listening to this, I'm sure you already know. If you're already in the holistic health space, you know about bio individuality. Even the other day, I saw um, a, I think she was a nutritionist or someone, post about blood sugar and how eating cantaloupe on its own raises your blood sugar more than eating cantaloupe with prosciutto. Now, I used to be vegan for two years. I believe in plant-based nutrition. I have been eating a little bit more meat lately. <laughs> it's just I'm very intuitive with, you know, what my body does, needs to, to feel its best. And cantaloupe and prosciutto, that's one of my favorite all-time combinations. So, so good. And so I saw that and I was like, oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> Love it. However, there's also people who say that you should never mix fruit with meat it's not good for digestion it's not good for your gut health fruit should be eaten on an empty stomach on its own and so you've got that in one ear and then you've got your blood sugar in the other ear and it's like okay well am i gonna do something that's gonna be good for my blood sugar or am i gonna do something that's gonna be good for my gut health Right? So there's always going to be conflicting information. Always. And with blood sugar too, we're all different. Some people's blood sugars spike up like crazy when they have a bowl of oatmeal, even when they add the nuts and the other toppings to make it more balanced. And some people, they're totally fine. So again, all about figuring out what's going to work best for you, 
always going to be conflicting information. Therefore, there is space for everyone as long as you don't see any one person as an expert because ultimately you are the expert. Follow those who empower you to make decisions for yourself, who empower you to gain more knowledge for yourself so that you can come to your own conclusion and they're simply inspiring you or they're simply helping you think of things in a different way or giving you an idea that you've never had before. Someone who's going to plant a seed for you so that then you can choose, okay, am I going to allow that person to water that seed for me? Because it's okay to ask for help too. It's okay to ask for support. It's okay to trust others. Or you can also water that seed for yourself. Either way, you're making a decision. And when you're the one making the decision, it's empowering. And you become the expert in yourself. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Soul Enhancing Podcast. I hope you're feeling enhanced. (laughs) That's all I want. That's all I ever want. That you're coming out of these episodes feeling empowered thinking in ways that maybe you've never thought of before, maybe going, huh, and then carrying out to be your most authentic and awesome and vibrant self. So if you enjoyed today's podcast, haven't already, click the follow button, shoot me a message, let's be friends, uh, give me a five-star rating if you feel called to do so. It does help, like I said, help make the podcast more exposed to more people. And I will see you next Tuesday.